Hello, and welcome to Soap, the movie breakdown show. This week, we'll be taking you down under, mate, with the 1979 dystopian action thriller, Mad Max. Now, throw that baby in the trunk, buckle up, and play that intro music. Hello? Hello? Soap? Soap? Crikey, and we're back. Another episode co-host. I didn't know you were starting already. I'm started. <laughs> you didn't want to do your, the intro in Oh, it, it stinks. <laughs> you didn't want to do an intro with uh, an Australian accent, huh? No, I don't know how. You won't even give it a little try for the listeners? I really don't even know what's the uh, Australian thing you do. If you want to, I'm not saying mine's good, but the easiest one is to do, put another shrimp on the barbie, mate. <laughs> right? Everyone talks about the barbie. Why that one? Just... They like barbecues. Put another shrimp on the barbie, mate. Yeah, go on then. I don't know if I get you that. Have a, you have a keen Australian in your life. You should know the accent pretty well. It's you, isn't it? It's me. Put another shrimp on the barbie. No, I can't. No, it's not there, is it? I just right. said barbie. Well, the reason we're speaking Australian is because today's soap movie is Mad Max. The original, 1979. We're not messing around with Fury Road. 15, 17. We're not doing all the crazy... Uh, chasing for fuel and all the crazy outfit. All chasing the, for fuel. Yeah, all the new ones, all the sequels was all a crazy. Trying to get gasoline. gasoline. Gasoline in the in the desert. This one we thought was going to be that because I hadn't actually seen this. You hadn't seen it, right? No. It really wasn't anything like that. It was very confusing. We were expecting the. I was expecting desert and then like car chases inside of a mountain type of situation. Um, But it's really just like, it looks like this could be like Minnesota. Minnesota. Australia. Australia. So then. You can say Australia. Australia. Mm. That sounds bad. Sounds Mexican. (laughs) Yes, it's very different. Very different. Do you think English people and Australian people sound the same? Because why? Because no, I think I get people think I'm Australian more than I'm English. Yeah, but why? Because I have a slight Californian twang, so it makes twang. me twang. Yeah, that's twang. not a word. Twang, not tw- not like Shania Twain. Twang, like like you know when you're in mega country. I don't like, like that. when Clarissa's boyfriend comes up through the door every time he comes through the window. Clarissa explains it all. Oh, he goes when he comes through. All right, well. I got a lot to dip into with you here, so I think what we'll do, as we always do, is play the lovely little trailer, your favorite part. Yes. And then we'll um, we'll jump into your uh, symposium or shipnopshish. Symposium. Your shipnopshish. What's a symposium? Are you ready for that? Mm. Do you want to hear the trailer? No. Here it is. Tomorrow in a world gone mad. <laughs> Only law will be a renegade squad of suicidal cops. He's my prisoner, and he's not walking out that door. And the open road will be controlled by gangs of glory roaders. Max is a cop, one of the best. Where does he have to get you? Scoot jockeys? Yeah, no man trash. Mm. Well. I'll add it to my trade collection. You made the news again. 
relating to the slaying of a main force patrol officer Who was he? in a road blockade just another glory roader, I guess. Toe Cutter is a glory roader, one of the most sadistic. Anything I say, anything you say, what a wonderful philosophy you have. Take him away. <gasps> I want my baby. You've not got a sense of humor. Please don't hurt my baby. You've got a pretty face, though. Both want the other dead. But only one can have his way. Mad Max. You don't want to make Max mad. Because when Max gets mad, he gets evil. American International presents Mad Max, the maximum force of the future. That is... You should say that. That is one of the best trailers I've ever seen, man. You're very good at accents. Well, uh, what do you think of the trailer? I didn't watch it. It's an ongoing joke, and it doesn't get funnier as we do these. <laughs> but what does get funnier, and more ridiculous, and before you do your 60-second synopsis... Right. Which I think we're on episode 14 now, so you should be getting better as we go. <laughs> I just want to remind you, you only have 60 seconds, so don't spend mate, don't spend 50 seconds on <laughs> the intro and then quickly try and fill the last 10 seconds but with I a think sentence our with like a that. sentence to f- complete like the next hour. Yeah, I think the, the listeners like that. Do you have a timer? Yeah. Bust it out. No, I got uh, it. No, I need to be in charge of yeah, the time. Yeah, but I can find it. You don't know how to find it. I feel, uh, it's the, as the producer, I feel like it's my my job to, to do this. All right, here we go. Oh, wait. Three, two, one. Mad Max, go. It's an apocalyptic. Oh, boy. Good start. <laughs> thing, but it doesn't look like it. And then these, it's, yeah, right, things are ruined. <laughs> so there's these weird gangs, and they're really bad. And they, there's these police people, which the main characters, the police do it anyways. They run away because like his best friend gets murdered crazy. Mm-hmm. So then he takes his wife and baby away and then end up the wife and baby get hit on the road and they die. And then he kind of goes crazy and then comes back at the end and murders the whole gang. The You've got 20 more seconds. You can add whatever you like. Did you mention that he was a cop? Yeah, I said he was a cop. Okay. You don't pay attention. 15 seconds. I don't know anymore. 10 seconds. I think it didn't look apocalyptic at all, so it was very confusing. And you're done. That's quick. I think I maybe... You weren't listening. No, I was listening, but I think maybe I scared you into getting it done too quick. But I did say you he did was it. a cop. You overcompensated. Oh, boy. Um, I think I'd be pretty confused if I was a, never watched this before, but that's part of the I'm fun. I'm confused and I watched it. Now, we watch this... Uh, normally, we watch these movies like late at night with a couple of brews, right? Hmm. But today, we, because we watched uh, Nightmare on Elm Street last night, we... We, but we wanted Stop to, playing with a knife. We, we wanted to do uh, <laughs> we wanted to do a podcast today. We watched it during the day, just being lazy, didn't we? So it was a little bit different. With a headache. Now you, I don't think you liked this movie. 
I don't You were really like, know. is it over yet? The amount of times, is it yes, over yet? I had a really bad headache, and we were watching a movie in the middle of the day. Was it a good headache movie? No. I th- I because of the anxiety think... with the car chases. No anxiety at all. I think it was good. Mm-hmm. I think I liked it. I would not watch it again. Would you watch the sequels? I think it'd be as boring as that. The new one we saw in the theater or wherever we watched it, I didn't love it, but I do think about it. So I, uh, this might expose me as not being good with movie knowledge. I, I feel like someone that's into movies should have uh, seen all of the Mad Maxes to know what I was getting myself into, but... Yeah, when we... I thought you would watch this and you loved it. Well, when we originally watched this, I was a little baby falling over, uh, I thought that the new one, Fury Road, was a remake of this one. Well, that's why... So, yeah, we were both expecting the desert, the crazy cars with all their get-up, the face paint, all of this. Right. But really, all this is, this movie, it's how... and oh, they didn't intend. They didn't intend for for how it would how it would get to be that way. This was always the thing, but the that's how he becomes Mad Max. Is the that this whole movie and his family dying, or his right. wife doesn't technically die. Um, so in the next movie, it's way more like that, and he's like just Mad Max, and this is kind of his backstory. This movie. So it is all the cra- the next the and it was still in the eighties. So that was all the crazy cars and all of the. Oh wait, so there's more. There's like three other ones oh, with Mel Gibson, yeah. And right. so then Fury Road is more of a sequel to all or, of them. to those ones, yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. So having said that, though, I think I was, I think I enjoyed that we got thrown off a little bit. Then you're kind of forced to like look at the movie a different way. Um. So I think. I'm going to just break down, I know you did your synopsis, but I'm just going to go down like the key scenes to see what you thought of them. So we got the opening, the opening car chase that, uh, where we see the killing of Knight Rider, which is on the TV right now. Knight Rider was obviously like the big gangs, the lead, oh, leader the of the big gang. Pretty crazy start. I think we were both. It was very confusing. I didn't say anything. And there's no, there's no Mel Gibson in the beginning part. Right. And then I was wondering, is that baby that's on the road his baby or it's just another baby? I totally sense. thought it was his baby because uh, the guy's like, who are you with? I saw you. Da, da. I thought it was her, but I don't know now. Then we get to a scene where the police are showing Max this brand new car with a cool engine. That wasn't the police. And No, it was the police. So they're in a garage and they're showing him this cool engine. But that wasn't a police officer. Well, it was the mechanic for the police department. Hmm. I thought it just seemed like maybe someone slightly disabled that was obsessed with cars that worked on it and was like, here, look at this car. So I think everything was slightly off because it was meant to be a, in a dystopian future, right? Okay. Now, apparently the original script, it wasn't supposed to be dystopian. It was just meant to be regular. But the they it there was the lowest budget ever for this. Mm. That... What was um, the budget? It was like 300,000. What is a typical movie? Well, n- nowadays, like millions, 10 oh, million, 20 million. Jesus, why are people doing that? But this movie made like 100 million in the box office, so it killed for the amount of money it made. So like it That's made weird. like why? 100% profit. But why? Because it's badass. Oh. People love it. Um, 
so anyway, the only reason they changed it to be dystopian because they couldn't afford to film in fancy things. They couldn't afford, for, yeah, afford to film in good places. So they were like, let's just add that it's in this junkyard place. So they would just film in shit locations without permission. Oh, that's really sad. Like, what if somebody's that was somebody's lovely house junkyard and. They're like, we'll use that. It's they're crap. Fil- yeah, they're filming deer down the road. <laughs> it's going to be wonderful. A year later, they filmed it because they thought it was a dump. <laughs> um, and, all, and these chases that you see, they didn't get permits for any of this. They filmed it all just winging it. So they close roads off Wait, illegally they... oh, wow. and just film it. Uh, but towards the end of the movie, the... Uh, um, the police were so excited about a movie getting made in Australia because they had like zero film industry at that point. They, the police would actually start helping them free of charge to um, to do the movie. That's kind of cool. Uh, so then we get... Um, it, what I didn't realize in the movie is that the reason they're showing uh, Max or what's his name? Mel Gibson, the car, is he's about to quit and they convince him to stay... Because he gets this new car. Did you pick up on that? Oh, no. That's just... Um... So then we get the scene where the gang is... Te- uh, this bike gang is terrorizing a town. And then they chase this couple. And they rape yeah, both of them. that's really bad. Like, confirmed on Wikipedia that both the couple gets raped. They told you his bomb was red. And then what we didn't understand is that... When Mad Max shows up... The rookie to the gang... Um, that kind of weenie guy that they keep capturing. Yeah. His name is uh, Johnny the Boy. Okay. Um, so they capture him, right? And then we got confused when the people came in and then took him away. Yes. So the reason that that happened was that the couple didn't show up at court to testify. For whatever reason, they were too scared. So that there wasn't any evidence to book him. So the, that's why the court people said, you have to let him free. Uh, even though even though the police knew what he had been an accomplice to. Is that why when the police walked away, they said as long as the books are clean, you can do whatever you want? Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, okay. What do you mean, as long as the books are clean? You don't remember? So, like, after they freed him and, like, the, the guy that ends up dying gets gets burned, right? Before mm-hmm. he gets burned, he... He's, like, trying to beat him up in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And then they finally, like, push him off. And then the cops that, like, push the bad guy off um goes over to the guy that got burned and was like as long as the books are clean you do whatever you want and then walks off um i don't know maybe it relates to that then like you said the gang kills the cop and he gets mega burn and that forces max to quit the force yeah sprog do you remember sprog the baby stupid name so uh that's its only name in the movie but that's not a that's not its real name. That's what Australians call little kids. Oh, get this! Put the sprog in the back, and we'll take a Why? little trip. I wonder. Also, in Australia, do sprogs get left alone a lot? <laughs> now, obviously, it's a very sad scene where the baby dies. Right? Mm-hmm. This baby should have been dead like years ago. Like they completely neglect this baby. Mm-hmm. They're running off, having sex in a field, and the baby's just. Apparently, this baby's just happy when it gets sat down with a block. <laughs> it doesn't move. That's the baby's life at that point. <laughs> Sprog is a very good boy. Sprog, you sit here and you play. Daddy and I are going to go to the beach. We're going to fix cars. Um, there's one point where she 
she comes back from the house after getting chased by the the gang and she's all relaxing and then she remembers Sprog. Well, that's what I said. It took too long for her but to I, remember. I wouldn't think the gang took them. I'm like, oh, I haven't seen my baby for two hours. He's probably not in the same spot where I left him. <laughs> Fucking poor Sprog. Sprog's probably better he passed away. His life was Sprog. never going to be... Yeah, so they uh, they end up at that farm farmhouse. The mu- like you said, the mum dies. No, the baby dies. The mum's in a coma. Max gets revenge, kills the whole gang, and then it ends with the uh, kind of an interesting dilemma, a bit like the Saw movies. Either you where cut he, through the chain, or you cut through your body. Where yeah, where he had the choice to cut his leg off, or was it his arm? No, it was his ankle. And now there might, this might get revealed in future movies, but. They don't really say if he. They if just he did it or showed not. that he drove off, and then there was an explosion. That was it. So that's a pretty, pretty bad. Like I think maybe that's one of the reasons you got through the synopsis so quick because it's actually pretty basic, right? Right. Yeah. So like like I said, mega low budget movie. Now this is one of the coolest facts here. Most of the extras, because there's quite a few people in oh, this just movie. Oh, randoms. Yeah. Most of them were paid in beer. That's awesome. So that, I like that life of like, oh, you want to be like, I mean, if someone asked us to be extras, we wouldn't do it for money. It'd just be fun, wouldn't it? It'd be a fun day out. Right. But get some beer on top of that. Yes, please. Yeah, they probably just said like, oh, you'd be extra and there's always beer around. You won't get paid money, but you eat and drink whatever you want. Better than that, though. Now, there's a fellow Miller, as we are Millers. George Miller was the director of this. You know him as your distant uncle. I've no, a George, what did we have a George in the family? Maybe there was a grand a great granddad that was a George. Don't think so though. So he also got paid in. Uh, oh, sorry, I didn't even tell you who. So George Mills, the director, and you know in the final scene where um, now let's see the bad guy's name's Toe Cutter, right? The guy with the bleached hair at the front. Oh, the, the leader, yeah, right? Yeah, His yeah. name's Toe Cutter. The fat guy. Which might insinuate what he's known for. So when he gets run over by that truck, yeah. Again, it was like they're like, "How do we film this? Like, how do we get the truck and do all this?" It wasn't like you know Hollywood stuntman, Hollywood truck all rigged up. They paid just a truck, regular truck driver, fifty Australian dollars, and like a case of beer to do the scene. Nice. But he was like, "What if it?" What if it messes up the bottom of my truck? Like this thing going under it? So like they just put a sh- like a sheet underneath. A sheet? A sheet of metal just to protect the thing. And yeah. I guess they were like, okay, that's fine. But it was, that scene was insane. What? But he rolled over the bicycle and the body. So what did they put under for the body? I don't know. And I, I, his eyes bulge too. There's like two eye bulging scenes. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? It looked like a fake head where you squeeze it yes. and then the eyes come out. I liked that. That might have been my favorite part. Just because there wasn't much weird Friday the 13th gruesomeness. That you was get kind of freaked it. out though, like when What's-His-Face got his head bashed in and his eye bulged mm. out. You cried your eyes out for Yeah, I still, I don't like that. If anyone saw Glenn, Glenn's death scene, second death scene, we thought he died that first time in The Walking Dead. Oh, right. Just looking at the love of his life saying... I'll find you, like in the afterlife. And then one more bash to the head. I wasn't the only one that felt that way. And I'm not even a massive fan of that show. A lot of fans weren't happy. Even Glenn wasn't happy with that. Yeah, he wanted to get paid more to be on it. 
Did you know Glenn? Um, that I, don't, I forget the actor's name, but he uh, he's South Korean and he gets a lot of the parts Bobby Lee goes for. Oh, they always really? see each other in auditions, and he, Bobby's like, "Fuck!" Like they, he's gonna get the role. That sucks. Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not, but I like it. Straight from Bobby Lee's mouth. All right, what else do we have? So yeah, I like I like that that scene. Speaking of um, uh, the extras, so you have that big bike gang. Uh, that was a real biker gang. They really look like that because look, they look... They were called the Vigilantes. Of course. Um, and they would... You know how they put a bunch of like weapons on their, on their motorbikes and stuff? Right. Well, they made them look all kind of badass. And there's that scene where the cops throw the get-out-of-jail-free card to that lady in the stupid little ride-along yes. cop thing. So in real life, the... The gang guys would ride around their bikes with all these like fake guns all over them. Okay. Um, so they had the local, the 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 film crew and the police that made them these special get out of jail free cards because during the it took like six weeks to film, so they would um, be driving around these bikes just in their normal life. So oh, when they no. got pulled over to prove that they weren't like real guns and stuff, they could get give them this card. But I don't understand what this card mean. So the get out, and I'll read the thing to you. The because get out that doesn't make sense. Like, oh, a cop from a different town's gonna be like, oh yes, get a jail free card. I get it. Okay, you're in a movie. Anybody can make those. Let me let me see. So the get out of jail free card that Goose gives the triker was an onset joke because the limit because because of the limited budget, the biker gang was an actual biker gang, the vigilantes, and they had to ride to the set each day in costume often with prop weapons displayed. Since the production company expected them to be pulled over by local police, each was given a letter explaining the film's peculiar requirements and asking for law enforcement's understanding and cooperation. But anybody can write that. Right. We should write that and just carry guns. Well, in America, <laughs> you can do that anyway, can't you? Yeah. You don't need a letter. You just yeah, point a gun at a cop and say, America. And they're like, yes, sir. Jesus. <laughs> That's definitely not how it would go down. Yeah, we talked about this one where it wasn't, it wasn't intended to be a post post apocalyptic world, but it was done because they have they didn't have enough money for extras and properly maintained buildings. In order to cover um, this production value limitation, the title card was added to the beginning, explaining the story story was set after a world war. So they might have even. I didn't read a title card saying that. Yeah. Um, so. I wonder, though, if they filmed the whole thing not thinking that, and then they just added the title card, right? I mean... It, it does look a bit weird. It looks off, doesn't it? Like, it doesn't There's look no... ap apocalyptic, but it also doesn't look like... But the it's... police cars don't look normal, do they? I mean, could we just don't be know what Australian police cars we look don't. like. Their money looks very colourful, like their police cars, maybe. So the director, George Miller, who we talked about, yeah. he... Um, Part of how he paid for the movie. Wait, so are these real, even real actors? Like, if they couldn't afford people? Yeah, I think in the gang, the main. I guess the, they got Mel Gibson. Like, like this guy, they? like the the lead guy, Toe Cutter, is a real actor, and his accomplice. Okay. But the back, the the guys you always see behind them, I think, are the real gang. Was this Mel Gibson's first movie? It was. Oh wow! Do you want to know how he got it? Yeah, because he's Australian and he just showed up on set one day. He only took up acting 
which is which this movie was his first role because his sister submitted an application behind his back for this movie. The night before the audition, he got into a fight and his face was badly beaten, um, and that accident won him the role because he looked all rough and. Oh wow! I mean, he is gorgeous in this movie. Yeah, he is. And he's won like sexiest man, yeah. people's thing many many times. Is he your type? No. Gibbo. What's Gibbo? Gibbo Gibson. Ew. <laughs> Mel um, Gibbo. I just remember I really liked the movie What Women Want, mm. and when I was really little, I'd always watch it. I was never like, oh yeah, he's cute. I'd be like, this is a great movie, and he's really good in it. But I you know never they, thought he was cute. You know they made What Men Want. Yeah. So it's a and woman. It flopped. I heard. Did it flop? Now you spied on me when I was doing research for this earlier, and you said All what? All I said was homeschool kidneys. Why are you looking up homeschool kidneys? Now that wasn't what I was looking up. <laughs> it turns out Mel Gibson, as we're on him, uh, has a horseshoe kidney. Have you ever heard of that? I don't even know what that means. I've never heard of it either. It's when two kidneys are fused into one. Why? A horseshoe kidney is when two kidneys join or fuse together at the bottom to form a U-shape like a horseshoe. Why? It is also known as renal fusion. Did he have two kidneys on accident? The condition occurs when a baby is growing in the womb as the baby's kidneys move into place. Horseshoe kidneys can occur alone or with other disorders. So it's a birth defect. Like That's my toe. Sc- can you die? Uh, he did, yeah. No, he didn't. He's a blind weirdo. No, in fact, he it didn't hold him back at, t- at all. He had he has nine children with three different women. Nine children? That's three with three. No, he had seven with one and Fudge one. Off. And then one. That's not true. Well, he has ten siblings, so I think he's used to big families. Seven with one and one with seven the other. Seven children from marriage eight. with Robin Gibson and then one with his other two. Wow. He has... Was he still married? I think he's one of these people that just gets married every couple of years. Tom Cruise. Yeah. He has his own private chapel in his grounds where he attests mass every day. He's a, Who's his minister? He got voted biggest Catholic in Hollywood. So who's not his for, Not because he's obese. He, his power. Who's his minister? Father Fla- Fla- I don't Flaherty. I've, I've lost you. If he's attending a private chapel in his grounds, I'd assume... There's a priest there. Yeah, but where does the priest live? Can you have a chapel where you just go and pray, maybe? That sounds dumb. What's the point in that? Pray in your bed. Because you have the crucifix, you have the pews. If people are that fucking religious, you have they a Spotify have cruci- playlist of they have crucifixes Catholic. above their bed, and they hold it, and they bend down on their knees, and then they. Well, pray. it says where he attends mass, so a priest has to perform a mass, right? You've been to Catholic church. But a mass, there's so more maybe than one person in a mass. He's worth like, um, like eight hundred million. Dollars, so he could probably afford. How come he's not dead? Like people don't like him. He's a massive alcoholic and has bipolar disorder. And that's why he's not dead. So he <laughs> could have been dead, definitely. No, like I always think about these Hollywood people that are famous or whatever. They're fucked over a lot of people. How come they haven't been killed? How is it like what? I don't get it. How do you think he would die? Somebody just murders him. Why would they do that? Because he raped somebody. I don't know. He didn't rape anyone, but he has said bad things about black people and gays. Okay, well then, that, I don't know. Well, why has no one killed Trump? That's true. If Trump's alive, everyone else is, he's he's going to be more on the list than Mel Gibson. <laughs> maybe not, maybe some years Mel Gibson was before him, but it's definitely way back now. Right. Mel Gibson's father 
was a bit George of a George Gibson was a bit of a beat. Now George Mellor was the director. His <laughs> his his dad was called Hutton Peter Gibson. Hutton. Now I don't know if these facts are true about him, but um, he's a a World War Two veteran and the nineteen sixty eight Jeopardy Grand Champion. That's a weird combo, That's isn't awesome. it? Awesome. The father of eleven children, one of those who is Mel Gibson, as we know. Unfortunately, he's a Holocaust denier. But he was in World War II. <laughs> That's a good point. What the fuck? Um, let's see what he said. Wait, it's not, okay, in he, his bibliography, it says Holocaust denier. Well, it says in a 2003 interview, he engaged in Holocaust, hol, Holocaust, oh. like it's some. Um, Holy Cross. No, it sounds that sounds like Disneyland or something. Holocaust. No. Uh, he was engaged in Holocaust denial, and he wondered how the Nazis could have disposed of six million bodies during the Holocaust. Has he not heard of the fucking the mass the graves fire things or whatever, where they burn people? I was going to say incinerated. That's not right. Crematorium. Right. Um, he also claimed the September the 11th attacks were perpetrated by remote control. Um, so a controversial man. I mean, I... But he actually died this year in um, May. In COVID. I believe he was... Um, Obese as well. 102 years old. Unfortunately, the world's probably That's impressive, a little bit better it? without him, even though he was Jeopardy. How is he winning Jeopardy if he's a Holocaust denier? What a dummy. Um, maybe so they didn't have stupid. questions about the Holocaust that he got wrong. Or World War Two at all. You get the question. So how, he has many, dementia, and then he Is Jeopardy forgot. the one that you... What you, is George yeah. Clooney? So if they had a question that said, what was it, six million Jews died in 1945? And he, he would say, what he would is say, a conspiracy? What is, what is not the Holocaust or something like that? Then he'd say he wouldn't have won, so. Um, that joke could have come out better, but I couldn't. I couldn't word it properly. <laughs> it's there somewhere. That's rough. Yeah. Wait, does Mel Gibson deny that then as well? I think he he loves his daddy, just like Mad Max seems to really love his daddy. Remember, he's sitting there with his girlfriend, and he's like, like he was a tall man. What did he do? Yeah. Oh, we, oh, we went for long walks, right? Hmm. Do you remember that bit, or were you falling asleep then? No, I watched that, and then he's like, I don't want to take 10 years to say how I feel about you, and then she yeah. kisses him, and they have sex in the woods. She's like, you're being such a bitch right now, just kiss me, I don't want to hear this sappy shit. And then the baby's just in the car say his name. Say his Sprog. Sprog. Was playing with his block, right? That's all he needs. Just leave him, leave him be. That's rough. I like Sprog. No, it sounds like frog. All right, Sprog, you still down there with your block? <laughs> down in the well. <laughs> all right. I think that was all of my Mel Gibson facts. We'll go back to the movie. Did you know his last name was Rokitansky? Max Rokitansky? No, because they don't, they just say Max. I, uh, yeah, I don't remember them saying, well, I mean, do they say Max? So, the uh, the director got most of his ideas for the movie, I'm not sure if he wrote it or not, I should have looked that up, but he worked in a hospital and he saw so many um, automobile accidents. Oh. So he was like, oh, I should make a movie about this. That's weird. And then Wait, he, he was a doctor, you said? He was a doctor and he saved up all of his money to make this movie. Oh, that's sad. Yes, but it made a hundred million dollars. It's badass. But he didn't get all of it. They only gave him one dollar. <laughs> he just got paid <laughs> in beer. It was one of Hollywood's... Yeah, he got paid in beer. <laughs> Very good. 
witty little woman, aren't you? Now, 100 million worldwide, setting a new record as the most profitable independent That's film. That's 100 houses. The most profitable independent film of all time, as of 1999, when it got replaced by The Blair Witch Project. No, I don't want to watch that. The Blair Witch Project. Don't turn around when you're in the corner. Fuck of the off! <laughs> you're scaring me! <laughs> no, now I don't feel safe hanging out right yeah, there. Yeah, dark up there, isn't it? It's now, not funny. Do you how you've seen What Women Want a lot, right? Yeah, it's a great movie. Now, so you you would like to think you know you want, you know his voice pretty well, Mel Gibson's voice. Yeah, I didn't. Well, I told you. I said I don't need. Well, no, you know what? You fudged up first. Mm-hmm. As soon as the movie started, you're like, oh, they're like in you know Indiana or some shit, and then you're like, oh, they're, they're in Eng- Indiana. No, you're like, oh, they're English. I did not say that. You did. And then strike it from the record. We realized they were in Australia, and then I'm like, I don't, I didn't know what's his face was Australian, and you're like, he lost his voice. So you said they were English. I don't. So we watched this on Netflix, right? So I don't know which version Netflix has, but at the time of the film's release, the American audience had virtually no experience with Australian accents. Um, it's easy to understand. So that. Mel Gibson's voice was overdubbed with another actor to prevent otherwise certain commercial failure of Mad Max in the US due to Americans' rejection of unintelligible characters. That's very rude. But I'm pretty sure this... Wait, are they, is that saying that Australian people are idiots? No, unintelligible would mean you, you You're can't... You're not smart. Unintelligible. Well, no, you can't um, understand that, them. That's illegible. Yeah, maybe they spelt that wrong. It was in quotes. Hmm. And in, it does make it sound like they're not intelligent, doesn't it? Yeah. But do you think that's that's his accent? It, I think it, it is. It must be. I think maybe Americans are used to uh, Australians now. But in Women Want, he, does, he's not, he doesn't sound Australian at all. As an American, I, can't, I watched American soap operas in England all my life, so I was used to it. Okay. And we have a lot of Australians in England. But as an American... What was your first experiences with Australia? Ooh, with Australia? Or is it just recently at work? Any TV think. shows? I can think of a, a famous movie, but I won't give it away. A famous movie? It involves a crocodile. Crocodile Dundee. No, I never. You've never that. seen Crocodile <laughs> That's, I thought that was... Oh, you know what? The guy that got killed by the stingray, that was my first interaction. Oh, Sean... Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. Oh crikey! We gotta, we gotta. Yeah, but he, it never was like I don't get what he's saying. Well, they dubbed his voice for you because he was <laughs> unintelligible. I think the one voice that's really hard is uh, Cockney. That's the really hard one. Apples and pears. Well, that's easy. I get that. Okay. Talking about when they talk very fast and they walk with the Cockney accent. <laughs> 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 so you got nothing. No, I guess now Steve Irwin's good. I'll give you that Steve one. Steve Irwin. Johnny the boy was the little weenie boy, right? The one the rookie. that had the lighter. He was so in character that he annoyed everyone on set that and sucks. was abandoned one day during lunch while handcuffed to the car wreck. <gasps> you think that's true? Yeah, that's really messed up. They're like, mm, I'll leave you there. What do you, you think? You don't get beer today, sir. What do you think of actors that. Um, Stay in character? I know you love. It's called method, method actors, yeah. Who did that? Jim Carrey or something? Jim Carrey did it in when he was played Andy Kaufman in in uh, I can't remember what that movie's called. 
but Daniel Day-Lewis is a famous one. He played like Lincoln and There Will Be Blood what and is, Gangs of New York. Go, I didn't see any of those movies. Joaquin Phoenix does it too, I think. But why? So, like, you go home and you're still that character? Like, that's so annoying. I don't know if they do it when they're home, but they do That it. sounds scary, actually. Yeah, because... If it, you have a family and you are working on a movie for 1.5 years, right? Just say. <laughs> and then... Was it Lord of the Rings? And then you have to... You come home every You have to pretend to be night. a hobbit around <laughs> your kids. Actually, that wouldn't be too bad. Hobbits are just regular people that are short, aren't they? No, but, like, say... You're the Joker, right? Like Joaquin Phoenix. Like that would be. I would be super scared. I have to live with this now for another year. Great. I think it would be scary living with Joaquin Phoenix, even if he's not playing the Joker. Probably. He's got some, some stuff going on. Seems like a nice man. But now, yeah, there. I did you watch? Did you watch the Jim Carrey one? No, you didn't let me. What do you mean I didn't let? I you? Why are you it... making that face like you are getting abused? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't let me watch the movie. You hit me. What are you eating? Chocolate covered pretzels. That's a metaphor, isn't it? No, um, I don't. I don't watch it. It's one of your nighttime when I go to bed things you watched. What did you think of Jessie, the wife? Weak. Terrible haircut. I don't think she's weak. She kicked toe cutter in the nuts. She's a dumb, weak woman. She did First she survive? Off, she leaves her baby unattended for hours on end while she frolics. Does that make her weak? Okay, one, two. She decides. Oh, I'm going to go get ice cream with my baby. Gets ice cream. Gang comes up behind her. He licks her ice cream. They're trying to jump in the car, trying to do everything, trying to, like, do bad things. She kicks him in the nuts. She drives off. Gets her husband. Next time, they pull into some random house. She's like, oh, we're totally safe now. Nobody bad's here. Let me just go frolic in the ocean for three hours and walk through the the woods. um after mm. the baby thing with the yeah and then she comes you she know she didn't know they were oh they were chasing them weren't they so yeah. stupid that was crazy when the arm got ripped and then off. she's a bit oh i'll drive the car my husband hasn't fixed oh and well, then how do, how do we fix this situation let me run in the middle of the road with my child that was sad idiot that's uh, my opinion on her. All right. What do you think of Toe Cutter? I think he was he my favorite character. Yeah, I don't like him. Do you remember the? Um, do you remember watching Fury Road? Vaguely. Do you remember the bad guy in it? No. He had like a thing, a breathing thing over yes. his mouth. So that's the same actor that played Toe Cutter, but it's a different character. So it's like an amazing callback. He's still alive. Oh yeah. I mean, he's probably the, he's. I mean, this was 1979. But that isn't the guy with the thing on his face, like, mega skinny. No, he was a big boy. Okay, then I don't know who he But he was... About. I think he's just... I, I think he's brilliant in this. Oh. Um, yeah, I think he's good. It just, he freaks me out. They, um... Did you notice he was doing a bunch of different accents during the movie? When he's talking to different characters? No. I, th- I guess they added that to make him crazy... Kind of seem crazy. Yeah, he seems very unpredictable and crazy. But I didn't hear the, the... Handsome Devil's Club. What's that? Um, yes. <laughs> what do you think of his best cop friend that gets burnt? Jim Goose. Well, he's going to go have sex with this woman. Oh, we're in the, we're in, we have the movie playing on and he's, it's the scene where he's... Why is he in this They're bar? They're Star Wars bar. It does look like... And people making out in the background. Does he have sex with her? Yeah. Um... He's alright, I guess. I, I honestly... 
It sucks that he got burned. Um, I've I've gone through my facts. You really gotta put the knife away, dude. It's fun to play with while we're talking about a thriller. Yeah, it's scary. I feel like tooth cutter, ready to cut some teeth. Oh no, toe cutter. Could you cut off a toe? My own toe? No. Yeah. If you if it got you out of a car explosion, that'd be easier than a limb, wouldn't it? I think it, like you said, your brain just takes over and it's like I ha- like there's no choice. I have to get this done to be safe. I could cut somebody else's toe off, no problem. I'd be like, this is pretty cool. Oh, boy. You better watch out. So, uh, is there any question on sexiest person of the movie? No. Tom motherfucking Cruise. What Tom Gibson. You Mel Gibson. Melly, Melly, Melly. Is he still good looking? He was in... He's like step- crater face now. Stepdads. Remember he was... Stepdads right. too. Not stepdads, you dummy. What was it called? Daddies. Daddy's home? Daddy's home too? No, it's not Daddy's home. Yes, is it, it is. Daddy's home. No, it's not Daddy's home. Diddy! I don't know. Um, I think he has a crater face, doesn't he? It's no. a bit creepy. He had, yeah. He's got a big, like, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken Colonel Sanders beard. Ew, no he doesn't. Sometimes. How old is he? 70? <sighs> don't have that information. Best actor? It's got to be Toe Cutter, isn't it? The one with the hair. Who? The fat one with the hair. Yeah, Toe Cutter. Yeah, he's him. the leader. Although the crazy dude that at the end either cuts himself free or burns up, he is pretty crazy. I think he's pretty good. So that's the end of the podcast. Do you have any other thoughts, my soapy friend? Um, you wouldn't. Would you watch the sequel out of curiosity? And is it exactly the same? No, I told you it's. Is it more? It goes, it goes way more into the desert and the freaky cars. Yeah, They're all hunting yeah, for oil. I think I would. Why are they hunting oil? So if you think about when society falls apart, you it starts becoming a hunt for resources, right? Yes. So food, oil for your car so you can move, right? Or, right. So you can, or generators use oil, right? Petrol, oh, gas. Yes. So oil is probably the only thing that's going to make things work. Wait, that's scary. Generators use oil and gas. Propane? That means if, like, a hospital or a big store and you Mm -hmm. just, like, they could blow up instantly without a problem. I'm pretty sure generators use... They use gas. Yeah, because it's a motor, isn't it? It's scary. I might watch it. No, I would. Just out of curiosity. I would want to see what happens. Um, And then I might even be curious to watch the new one. It's kind of got me I think I'd watch the new one again for sure just because I I would like to remember it. All right. Well, thank you for listening. And go clean your body. What would Mel Gibson say um, to the audience uh, in a way that a Catholic would want peace to be with the people? Peace be with you. And also with you. Play that outro music. Hello? Hello?